welcome back to another episode of our Prayer is Breathing podcast. My name is Latoya and I want to thank you for tuning in today. So today I'm going to talk to you about praying for your loved ones, mainly praying for salvation. So maybe you have some family members or co-workers or people that you know and love dearly and they are not saved and you've been praying and interceding. I just want to encourage your heart. Um, I know that we are living through some very difficult times and I truly believe that the end is near and we are looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. I want this episode to empower you and encourage you to keep praying, to keep pushing, to keep believing God by faith that you will see salvation for your loved ones. So first, I want to share with you a very familiar scripture. I talk about this often. I love this verse because it shows the character of God. But I want to share this from a different perspective. So that's 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9. It says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So when you are praying for your loved one to get saved, you are praying the heart of God. You are praying the will of God because 2 Peter 3, 9 tells us that God's will is that none should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And I know there's a lot of different doctrines out there about not everybody being saved and all these different things, but understand the heart of God is that none should perish. And so that's why we pray. That's why we intercede. That's why we uh, believe God and we plead on behalf of others that they will come into repentance. So just some pointers when you're praying for your family members, one, pray for their heart. God can change anybody's heart. We see this when he converted Saul to Paul. God has done this so many times in the word. There has been true transformation. And even think about your own life, my life, your testimony of how God delivered you, how he saved you, how he set you free. And so what we understand in prayer is that in prayer, we're able to pray for God to begin to break hearts. And when I say break hearts, I mean to break down walls of unbelief, break down hurts and pains and disappointments. There are many people that may be upset with God. They don't understand why certain things happen in their lives. And there's so many different strongholds that the enemy tries to bring. So we first have to pray for the heart of those that are not saved. And so we understand through the word of God that the Holy Spirit, he draws us. And so you have to begin to pray for your loved one that God will begin to draw them. So even before you may physically open your mouth to witness or say certain things, it's always good to pray first. And sometimes God will give you an opportunity. He will give you a time and a moment and he'll give you the words to say. And I pray, my prayer is that when God gives me words to say that God will back those words up. There's a time in the book of Acts, I believe, where Peter was uh, preaching and it says that people, they were pierced to their hearts. And so when we pray and when we speak and we have the Holy Spirit, the conviction of the Holy Spirit causes people to be 
pierced to their hearts. And that's what we need for God to do a work in each and every one of our hearts so that our words don't just fall on deaf ears, but that there will be a hunger, there will be a thirst for God and a thirst for righteousness. What I've seen so many times is that when people, when we are at our lowest point, that's when God can get the glory. He comes in and rescues us. And this is encouraging because even if you see your family member struggling, whether it's addiction or just making bad decisions and following sin and all these different things, know that God can still show up. And God encouraged my heart so much, y'all. And I'll tell you just a quick testimony. Years ago, I was praying for someone. I received some news that was very disturbing about someone that I love and just the different things that they were doing and partaking in. And I remember praying, thinking I'm going to pray and intercede as much as I can um, and just really, really, really go in and be consistent in prayer. And I remember praying and crying out to the Lord and my heart was so broken and the Holy Spirit spoke to me and he says, he said, all it takes is one prayer. All it takes is one prayer. And that ministered to me so richly because when we pray in faith, we can speak to mountains and they must be moved. And sometimes the mountains that we speak to aren't always physical. We have to speak to mountains in the spirit. We have to speak to mountains of unbelief. We have to pray and command scales to be removed off of people's eyes so that they don't walk in blindness and deception. And so even when you're praying, understand it may just be one prayer that you pray that will deliver your loved ones um, and, and set them free and deliver them so that they can come into repentance and salvation with Jesus Christ. So don't get weary in praying. Understand that when you pray, whether you see fruit or not, God is still listening. He is still able. He is still a deliverer. Now, maybe you've been praying for years and you have not seen the fruit of your prayers. I want to encourage you to not give up, to hold on and see what the end is going to be. And so every day that God gives us, it's a day for salvation and repentance and to see the power and the promise of God because God's mercies are new every single morning. And so I pray even for people that I may not know personally, always praying that people do not die in their sin, that we would really understand the importance of getting right with the Lord. And so that's a prayer that we should continue to pray in this hour and in these times. Now, also when you're praying, it's so important to pray in faith because James tells us in the book of James that if we don't pray in faith, that our prayers are tossed into the sea. And so we have to understand that as we're praying with God, nothing is impossible. God can do all things. He can do what seems to be impossible. I want to read Isaiah 55 verse 6 and 7. It says, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon So God is gracious and God is merciful and it's his will that none should perish. So even as you're praying, pray for God to give you wisdom. 
pray for God to uh, continue to give you faith and strength. And then also know, I was sharing that it only takes one prayer is what the Lord told me. When you pray in faith, God hears you. And I also have come to understand biblically as well that it only takes one moment. God can give somebody one dream. God can encounter someone one time and their life be radically changed and transformed. Again, we see this with Saul where he has an encounter with the Lord and on the road to Damascus. And in that one encounter, his life is completely turned upside down. So again, even when it seems impossible, know that nothing is too hard. God. So let's read this in Acts chapter three. It says, as he journeyed, he came near Damascus and suddenly, I just want to repeat that again. And suddenly, So let me tell you, God can do things suddenly. He can do things in a moment. And so be encouraged. This is why you cannot afford to lose heart. So again, as he journeyed, he came near Damascus and suddenly a light shone around him from heaven. Then he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, who are you, Lord? Then the Lord said, I am Jesus, who you are persecuting. It is hard for you to kick against the goals. So in this passage, I want you just to understand that in today's age, God still speaks. He can speak to anyone in any moment. And so when you're praying for loved ones, you're praying for people, sometimes God will speak to them in a dream. God will begin to stir up their heart. Also, God will begin to change their appetite. And that's a prayer point as well. If you know someone that's struggling with addiction or just certain things and they're living in a backslidden state, you can sincerely pray to God that God will change their appetite, that the things that they desire will no longer bring them pleasure and that they will come to themselves, right? Because that's what the prodigal son did. He came to himself. And so there's a moment where we all get tired of our sin. We get tired of living how we want to live. And so it's important even to remember your own testimony of salvation and to believe God that he can do the same thing for anybody else. And so I want to continue reading about Saul. And then verse six says, so he trembling and astonished said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Then the Lord said to him, arise and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. So Saul has this powerful encounter. And then the moment his life is completely transformed. So continue in prayer. We are living in the last days. I cannot say that enough, but I know that God is on his throne. And I just want to reiterate something that I'm pretty sure I shared before. And it's what the Lord showed me that he's raising up an army. He's raising up a remnant and you would be surprised. Maybe you would be surprised at who God chooses to use. There were so many people in the new Testament that were still so baffled that Paul was saved, that he was a Christian, that he was following God because he was killing Christians and standing by. And so when God transformed him, even in the New Testament, there's so many other believers that were afraid of him because of the past that he had. He had such a horrible past. 
And so what I'm encouraging you with today is the fact that God can transform anybody. And I believe that that's what God is doing in this hour where he's raising up people that will boldly stand for him in these last days. And he will always have a remnant. He will always have a people that will bring him glory and honor. And I will just close with this. I've been reading, I was reading Noah this morning and we did a whole podcast about the days of Noah. And even in that time, God spared Noah and his family because God has a remnant. So even when the whole earth was wicked, God still had someone that was walking with him in the cool of the day. And so just know that in this hour, God is still raising up people that will stand for holiness, stand for righteousness, stand in prayer. And it could very well be the loved one that you have been praying for, for all these years, when you least expect it, just like Saul, all of a sudden, God can open their eyes and they will give their lives and surrender their lives to Christ. So I wanted to say a prayer with you. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for who you are. We thank you, God, that your will is that none should perish. I thank you, God, that you never sleep, you never slumber, and you know the hearts of men. God, you say that the heart of men, our hearts are desperately wicked, deceitful above all things. Who can know them? But God, you know the heart. You search the hearts. And God, we begin to pray for each and every person that may be in a backslidden state that is not in right standing with you. God, loved ones, family members, co-workers, that you will begin to remove the scales off of their eyes. Begin, oh God, to bring them to themselves, that they will understand that you are the only way, the truth and the light, and that no one comes to the Father but through you. God, I just declare a massive salvation Oh God, that you would just begin to move on the hearts of men. You would move in a way that only you can. And Holy Spirit, you will begin to draw the hearts of those listening to this episode that have been praying for years in faith and believing you. God, that this will be a season where we will see the fruit of those prayers. And God, that we will not get weary. We will not get tired and well-doing. But Lord, we will see your power. We will see your might. We will see your glory. David said, I would have fainted unless I believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And so God, we declare we will see your goodness. We will see deliverance. We will see salvation, oh God, by your power, by your grace, and by your strength in Jesus' name. Lord, we love you. You are so good. You're so amazing. And we give you praise, honor, and glory. So thank you all for listening to this episode. If you have any prayer requests, you can send those prayer requests to prayerisbreathing at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at prayerisbreathing. You can send prayer requests in the messages as well. Also be sure to check out awakechristianclothing.com and you can follow Awake Christian Clothing on Instagram. God bless you. Keep praying. Keep believing God and understand that God is with us in this hour. God bless.